Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one sacred page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, Yevamot 109 and 110, we hear not just dogs barking and children crying in all measures of life, but a really beautiful observation about the nature of mitzvot, of commandments. Have a listen. The Gemara asks, but isn't this also obvious? One does not receive more reward than he deserves. Rather, it means that he does not even have Torah. What is the reason? Rav Papa said, the verse states that you may learn them and perform them, which is an abridged version of the verse, hear, O Israel, the statues and the ordinances that I speak in your ears this day, that you may learn them and take care to perform them. Of course, in Deuteronomy 5.1. The verse teaches that anyone who is engaged in performing mitzvot is engaged in Torah study, while anyone not engaged in performing mitzvot is not engaged in Torah study. The Torah study of one who wishes only to immerse himself in his studies without fulfilling the mitzvot is not considered to be fulfilling even the mitzvah of Torah study. What a profound statement. Even if you only study Torah, sort of, you know, dedicate yourself to a life of study, but you do not fulfill these mitzvot, these commandments, these righteous deeds, it is as if you have not even studied Torah. Here to help us dive deeper into this beautiful sentiment is a man currently at the doctor's office because he just had a new baby and we're so Happy to welcome back to the show our dear, dear friend, Rabbi Mordechai Lightstone. Hello, my friend. Hi, Liel. How are you doing this fine day? I am getting more sleep than you are. So first of all, muscle talk to you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes, we were blessed with a, a baby girl born on uh, the other day. Ah, oh, we're so, so, so happy. And we, you promised not to take a lot of your time. But when I read this, this notion, this observation of... One who wishes only to sit and study Torah without bothering with a mitzvot, without bothering with righteous deeds and commandments. It's as if he didn't even study Torah. Explain this to us, please. Yes, exactly. So if you kind of look at especially the, the Hasidic text, it views Torah and mitzvahs as, as two halves of one whole. The mitzvahs are compared to the, the garments that we put on ourselves, that we use to be able to go out into the world and to connect to you know those around us and the, the torah is the food that sustains us that fills us up and gives vitality and life and really they're both kind of they're both necessary just like you need a bird with two wings you know in our own you know desire there's this tension or pulled between the you know so to speak the binaries of wanting to connect to god and leave this world and just you know um as i say check out now um and then uh, just completely dive into the world of torah and go beyond physicality and there's a need to engage in the physical and engage in the mundane and really connect with, you know, this base world and try and uplift it. And it's a tension that pulls us both. You know, do we put ourselves more in the spirit, more in the body? And so therefore, you know, this passage would seem to be we have to bring them both together, that you can't have one without the other, that you need the Torah to fuel your, your passion to connect to God and to do higher and loftier things. And you need the mitzvot to be able to ground yourself and to be able to give the Torah application that doesn't just rip you away from this world, rather allows you to transform the world and make it higher. 
portfolio. That is such an interesting idea because I think when, when most of us or when many of us think of the idea of a holy person, right, of what it means to have a religious life, we, we think of a life that exists in order to transcend the temptations of the flesh, to transcend, you know, hungers and appetites and, and, and desires and really become one with the spirit. And here we are saying, actually, no, Judaism recognizes very well that these are two sides of the same coin and that one is non-divorceable than the other. And in fact, if we try to do so, if we only focus on Torah, if we only focus on the on the spiritual essence and don't live here in this world, we're always only halfway there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you, if you think about Judaism, so to speak, it's not about it's not about asceticism, it's about transcendence, it's about sanctity, about taking the mundane and making holy, which means it's a balance, you know, you don't go all in on one way or the other, but rather you find a way to use the, the separation the Torah gives us from those things that are forbidden as a, as a, and, and as a path to help uplift those things that are allowed. So I would see something interesting with the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. When he would, you know, um, go into the Holy of Holies, this is the holiest time of the year, he had to be married. Not just that, you know, he, he wasn't celibate, but that he had to have a wife. So much so that there's a debate in the Talmud if we should prepare a second wife for him or not, just in case something happens. Um, which, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you've gotten there yet. But, you know, there's this conversation about, you know, we just have, we have to be married. So that, you know, how far do we go? So, and it's because, you know, he has to have that balance. It's the day in which he's separated from the mundane. He's in the Holy of Holies. It's the holiest spot in the holiest place, the holiest day, holiest time, everything going on, right? On the other hand, though, he has to have a wife. He has to be connected to this world. He has to be connected to somebody else. And he can't just fly high and leave the bounds of the earth. He has to be grounded. I absolutely love this, and I absolutely love that you took time uh, from, from the pediatrician's office, no less, uh, to come and share some wisdom with us. Rabbi Mordechai Lightstone, again, Mazaltov, and again, thank you so much for being our guest. Sure, thank you. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.